but you have to ask yourself, okay, if I, if I put the solar system in, A, will I have the net, net savings over my time horizon with the house? And whether I do or not, maybe, maybe that's a priority for you, maybe it isn't, but what's going to happen when I sell the property? home today and you either have already put solar uh, solar panels on your on your roof or you're considering think about it from the perspective of the transaction where you will ultimately sell the home my friend Dio Stevens who's a great realtor here in Queens with exit Realty was telling me about his experiences and in, in fact you said you're currently dealing with something like this sure yeah yeah. Tell us a little bit more. Okay, sure. So solar. Everybody thinks that solar is uh, is a great addition to their house, and uh, and it's got its pros and cons. And it'll save you on utilities, and that's great. It will save potentially save you on utilities. So I'll tell you, uh, and I'll give you an example of, of how this shows up. But first, if you don't have solar, right, when you're thinking about whether or not you should add solar, and you're getting excited about it. There's one thing I want you to consider. Think about what your time horizon, your anticipated time horizon in the house will be. Okay. Because Why is that important? You, well, it's important because if you finance the solar system, right? Like most people, in my experience, lease them, uh, it effectively creates a lien against your property for the total amount of the cost of the lease, right? Uh, and the solar is only guaranteed to be there for the term of the lease. So if you sign a 20 year solar lease, but you sell your house in five years, well, you got 15 years left. And if you pay out, pay off that lease, maybe that it would be tens of thousands of dollars almost guaranteed, right? I have one now which we'll talk about, which is over $30,000 and it's just this scenario. But you have to ask yourself, okay, if I, if I put the solar system in, a, will I have the net net savings over my time horizon with the house? And whether I do or not, maybe, maybe that's a priority for you, maybe it isn't, but what's going to happen when I sell the property, right? Uh, or if I, you know, um, assuming I decide to sell the property or for whatever other reason, I need to get rid of the property and move on, what are my obligations? You know, how am I protected? So and also, what is the buyer? Where's the buyer coming in? Because you may be extremely interested in a home with solar, but it, it's not clear how a buyer will value the home, where the buyer will apply in their mind the premium. Let's say it's a six hundred thousand dollar house without solar. Will the buyer value it at six thirty with solar, or will the buyer say, "I still want to offer six hundred thousand"? If they don't, if they don't add a premium, then the lease, the lien, now has to come from somewhere. That's right. And in my experience, buyers don't, you know, sellers think, "Hey, this is an upgrade to the house, right? This is a selling feature." Buyers typically don't, right? They think. Mm -hmm. Oh wait, it's another obligation. 
and I had to pay electric. I don't know if that's a good deal, right? I don't necessarily want to take over. Oh, and these panels are five years, six years, seven years old. If it didn't have solar and I put solar on, I get a better system, right? So typically the way to think about it is what are the benefits I will derive while over the time period that I own the house? And does it make sense? Now, if you have a long time horizon, right? Chances are it's going to make sense for you to do it. If you don't, maybe it makes sense, but you just got to think about these things, right? So let's shift into uh, a matter I'm dealing with now. So it's hired to sell a property. Uh, you know, it's a it's an average property. You know, anybody who buys is probably going to make some improvements to it. But it's got a beautiful solar system, uh, which is five years old on a on a lease from one of the premier solar companies in the in the country, and it saves the the sellers a lot of money. They use a lot of electric in their typical electric bill. It's like twenty bucks. Sometimes it's under twenty bucks. Every once in a while, there's a big one, right? But for the most part, saving the money. And they spend probably 170 bucks a month on the solar lease. In this case, 20-year lease, uh, five years have, have been up. And when I first met with them and this came up, you know, I cautioned them that, hey, you know, the solar is a real issue. And we should anticipate having some challenges along the way. And we need to know what our options are to deal with it and what works for you, what you're willing to do and what you're not. It's going to impact, impact our pricing, our positioning and our negotiations. So one thing to understand is that when buyers are shopping for a house, they're not putting in or telling their agent, hey, look for something with solar, right? It's not something that buyers search on. They search on location, size of house, number of bedrooms, price range that, that they're qualified for. And, uh, and what makes the most sense to them from a, a value perspective. But they're not searching on utilities. They're just not doing it. So they see a house, agent shows the house, like the house. And then suddenly the conversation comes up at, hey, you know, you have to either, in this case, let's assume it's a solar lease, right? Most common. Um, you've got to take over the lease. Well, wait a minute. That's another obligation. By the way, they have to be credit approved, right? So it creates some issues, right? Maybe the solar company doesn't want them to have it. Well, now the seller so might, or from you know, since I'm a mortgage guy, they also now have to qualify with the additional nut. Exactly, exactly. And so ultimately, when there's a, a lease, you know, somebody can buy out the lease, right? Seller or buyer can buy it out, but that's typically an additional uh, multiples of tens of thousands of dollars, right? So in this particular case, it's over $30,000 of, of additional expense. Now, if you think Maybe about the it- net, the, the net balance on the lease. Right, correct. Yeah. Yep. To pay off everything that was owed on the lease, in this particular case, they would own the system, right? Um, and benefit for as long as they kept the system or until they upgraded. But if the seller, uh, if no buyer was willing to take it over and the seller had to, to pay it off, Right. Well, their net equity drops in this case by over thirty thousand dollars. So the question becomes: uh, Did they benefit over thirty thousand dollars over the holding period that they had the property after adding the solar? Right. At the end of the day, we don't live in a perfect world. We got to do what we got to do. Right. But if you don't have a system, you're thinking about it. These are some of the things to think about. Now, obviously, you know, well, obvious to me. And, tell us the story. What was and obvious to David. I've been doing this a long time, so I'm good. Yeah, what's the punchline? What ended up happening on the transaction? 
Okay, so what's happened on the transaction? Well, let me say. So we had multiple uh, uh, offers over time, and a couple of times the agents for the buyers really uh, didn't handle the solar part well, right? In one case, they told me that they discussed it with the buyer, buyer understood they were taking over the solar lease. And then I met the buyer and the buyer said, so there's solar on this house. <laughs> and, um, you know, so we had to go through through a few buyers and ultimately, you know, we had some that were willing to, to take over the lease. And we're in the process of signing contracts, uh, which saves my seller in this case over $30,000, right? But in many cases, the seller would have lost that money, right? Mm -hmm. And frankly, we still have to make sure that the people get their financing and the solar company approves them because it could still come back to, to bite us, right? Mm -hmm. um, but that's the kind of, kind of solution you want. But if you don't have a system on and you're thinking, do I do it? Do I not do it? Always think about the time horizon. Think about what am I getting for the time that I'm going to be in the property? And you know mm -hmm. what? Sometimes you have to shift. Maybe you think you're going to be in there 30 years and you decide you're out in five. Okay, fine, right? But at least now you know that if you have a solar system, the marketing and the positioning of the property has to be done strategically because of how buyers search, what their expectations are. And frankly, you have to have a plan from the beginning. One point I will say on this is that my client, when I brought this up early on, was really skeptical of this being an issue. Why would anybody, why would this be a bad thing, right? Well, they found out that I had prepared them appropriately because we actually had to deal with this a few times. And so mm. far, so good. I think this transaction will, will work out well and everybody is happy. Um, but this is why, David, you and I were, were talking about it because this is becoming much, much more common. So what my lesson from this is, um, number one, as you said, if you're thinking about putting solar onto your home, just make sure that it's consistent with your long-term objectives for the home. And that number two, when you when it's time for you to sell a home or even when it's time for you to buy a home, make sure you're working with someone like the IO who is really knowledgeable and who can prepare you and communicate to the buyer, to the seller, to the realtors involved, just what's entailed here. Um, because the last thing you want is a, as a surprise uh, at the closing table or a you know, food fight at the closing table. Yeah, or I, a contract I, signing. Yeah. The attorneys have to, this has to go into the contract. And a lot of times that's the issue. That's when it becomes an issue. Right. And, and you know, and I have seen situations on purchases and on refinances where the parties involved weren't educated about it. They, they knew they had solar, but they really didn't realize that, let's say, solar was a lien on the property. And we've had, let's say, certain instances when on a refinance, we had to get a subordination from the solar company to allow us to close. And this just adds complexity. Um, complexity is fine if you've got great professionals working with you. Thank you so much, Diaya. Thank you so much for that uh, insight and uh, good luck on the transaction.